You're listening to CTO Bob with Bob Pellerin. This is Bob Pellerin, CTO Bob. I want to thank you, first of all, for tuning in today. Today I'm joined by none other than Robert Gunderson, and we'll be talking about storage. Uh, first off, let me uh, go into the sort of the basics, the um, main storage disk that you're used to on the desktops would be SATA, S-A-T-A, and would run at 5,400 or 7,200 RPMs. Generally, on the server end, you'd be looking at SAS, which is Serial Attached Storage, and those uh, would typically have a higher RPM, namely 10,000 or 15,000 RPMs. There's something new that you may have heard of, which is NVMe, and to talk about the implication of this new and upcoming technology, I've invited Robert to uh, share his thoughts. So maybe tell us a little bit about the NVMe uh, standard and what it means and what we can look forward to. The general intent of NVMe is to update storage protocols, both laptop, desktop, server, across the board to get away from legacy SCSI command sets, which all storage systems currently use. So from the early 70s, the small computer um, systems interface or storage interface, depending on who you want to ask, is what has been used for communicating to a variety of devices. Um, Eventually became primarily storage and hence is bloated with 100, 200, 300 legacy commands out there that are no longer required for being able to start tape, stop tape. So does NVMe uh, replace SSDs or the parallel to SSDs? Can you go into that? So SSD doesn't have anything to do with whether it's SAS, SATA, NVMe, or otherwise. Um, The SSD is the storage mechanism replacing the spindles, the spinning platters, whereas people in the industry are starting to call them your legacy spinners. Um, The protocol itself is the transfer of data from memory on your server to the storage media. In this case, be it spinner or SSD, you can have that through an NVMe pipeline. Now, some of the technologies that are available right now uh, using the NVMe uh, come from Intel. There's a few other brands. Um, Some of these are using the M.2 interface. Some of these are being plugged directly into PCI interfaces right on the motherboard. Can you talk about the progression or or perhaps, I guess, uh, prediction as to when you're going to start seeing these on the server level and how those might be integrated into uh, virtual environments and other uh, higher density environments with servers and data centers? From an overall integration, you'll probably see it happening late 2016, early 2017 as a pre-release to the next major generation from the Intel chipset. So when server vendors start releasing the next major generation on Intel, I don't believe the calendar is specifically released to the public, but based on their general timeframes, the 2017 calendar date would be an estimation for that next chipset. 
at which point you will see the server vendors providing the interface, whether it's to an M.2 device, whether it's some other form factor, doesn't really matter. It'll be the NVMe protocol going out to it, at which point you end up with better access for virtualization because you have a by NVMe 1 or NVMe 2 bus connected straight to your PCI by one or by two lanes worth of bandwidth. So you have the ability to carve up the virtualized environments much better once that technology is implemented by the hypervisor communities. So just to make it clear, the bandwidth or the throughput available with this new interface as compared to an SSD or especially to a traditional SAS or SATA, can you sort of compare it without necessarily getting into specifics? Because obviously each product by different vendors will have different specs, but can you sort of try to compare apples and oranges so we can get a a frame of reference? Um, It helps reduce overhead and latency to the environment. So you're no longer having to deal with as much translation from what your system memory is out to your protocol and getting data to you know your storage mechanism so rather than having to add all the extra command set and everything that is scuzzy you're able to do that as a lightweight encapsulation i guess a basic comparison is rather than having to build a shipping crate out of plywood and everything else you have your standard rate packaged box available you drop everything in and away it goes just for comparison of my own, if you're looking at data transfers, I've seen, or actually a lot of the specs, a lot of the new SSD drives are looking at 500 to about 550 megabit per second. And when you switch over to the NVMe drives, especially again, the Intels, which are the ones that are readily available, and there's uh, Samsung and a few other brands, you're looking at four times roughly the uh, the speed so you can get into the 2000 2500 megabits per second which is substantially faster right so you're getting to gigabit level worth of transfer rates and again that's because you don't have to do with the extra protocol layers it's nothing faster about the storage mechanism itself It's that you don't have as much computational power required to convert from one environment to another. Okay, and last but not least, obviously, as we move into the enterprise level environments where you've got our data centers, eventually we'll want to have these as storage units as opposed to being directly in the servers. Do you have sort of an idea as how that would work moving forward, how you would connect? Uh, would it still be the traditional iSCSI or, or how that would work? Um, actually, uh, that's the one of the benefits of NVMe is its design allows for the direct translation to any of the existing um, network environments. So you can have NVMe over Ethernet. You can have NVMe over Fiber Channel. You could have NVMe over InfiniBand, all of those depending on what network environment you're dealing with. And of course, with the inherent benefits and problems that come with each one of those networks. Well, thank you. I think that wraps it up. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're welcome. Glad to be here. This podcast is copyrighted 2016 and is written and produced by Bob Pellerin. (laughs) 